and the bangers just keep on coming. And a lot of them seem to be happening in Chattanooga lately, baby. And so we go back down there again. And we we check out KOBK, sold out. Man, right here tonight, Sean and I brought on our boy Moe's to talk about it match by match. What's up, Moe's? What up, man? Uh, doing good on the <clears throat> on the road. Sorry uh, if things chop up a little bit, but we're literally uh, we're like five hours ish from the uh, the B and B for the big IWTV weekend. Hell yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, busy, busy. <laughs> it's great to hear. Trying to be, man. Yeah, you know absolutely. how it is. Trying to be. Oh, trying to stay yeah. on the road, baby. Right, absolutely, and and that's literally how. Um, I, I'm glad that we're able to uh, talk about this show and really talk about it with you because, I mean, you were like the the general, like, head honcho of this whole operation. Um, but not only that, but I was very fortunate to be able to hop on. I had a booking end up canceling and uh, hit you up somewhat kind of last minute. And, you know, you were like, damn, we got a lot of refs, but we could probably <laughs> throw you like, <laughs> dude, just give me that. Like I, because and like I posted on Twitter, like that was for real. The the biggest reason I wanted to be there was to see that Brett Ison match. You know what I mean? I, I like I knew he was going to be taking some time off. Uh, ever since the first time that I saw Brett, which I was thinking about it, like trying to go back, and like uh, it might have been like PWS. Maybe I saw him yep. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that probably, but but it could have been a little bit later than that. Like maybe even like early paradigm stuff paradigm. You know yep. Yep. Uh, or I think he might've even did an IWA like way back in the day. Um, he definitely did it, way back. But if it wasn't that, then I know for a fact, the first memorable performance that I had of Brett's was Brett versus Jesse. I was yep. there for that. <laughs> yep. And that was brutal. <laughs> we almost fucking murdered Jesse. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like ever since I first saw Brett, I was a huge, huge fan just of the whole persona and everything. And then, you know, becoming a friend of his and stuff. Great dude. Uh, so that's why I really wanted to be a part of it. And I was really fortunate to be able to hop on um, last minute. And so, like you said, man, just trying to keep busy. And uh, that was actually like my last, uh, I had Grindhouse the day after. So it was like my last weekend. Um, yep. But with, you know, my Saturday booking canceling, I was like, oh, man, I, I would hate to close it out with just Grindhouse. Nothing against Grindhouse. It would just be like, damn, like, I really wish I could do something on the road and then close it out with Grindhouse because I love being there. Um, but, you know, I, I also love being away from the arena as much as possible. No, man, it was I was no very fortunate. Bro. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Mose, you guys were showing the the crowd there showed SPO some love too, man. Right, Sean? That yeah. one, the one match yeah. you were roughing the crowd hey. went wild for you. Yeah, and and shiny shoes, not just me, man. Shiny sure. shoes got man. that was awesome. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of love. I, I I really love being down there in Chattanooga uh, as much as I can be. Uh, that TWE arena just has a real special vibe, uh, and uh, love being there. Can't wait to be back there with ICW coming up here soon. Uh, hopefully, That's I'll be right. back there back because me and Jaden were kind of talking about some things, but we'll see, you know. Dude, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you down for the TWB. Um, obviously, five, you know, May 7th, if you if you need something to do, we'll definitely be happy to have you back. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. i, I got to check my calendar, but yeah. Absolutely. Mose, I want you to rap a little bit about 
KOBK and just the the origin. I mean, obviously KOBK as a saying and the faction and all that's been there. But I mean, what was the when did you start having the the thought to make this a show and run? Uh, it's been a, a couple years, two three years. Okay, really think thinking about more so a show. Um, learning, you know, work. I've been very lucky to work for a lot of promotions. Um, sure, sure. I take pride in that. That you know, especially I'm not a I'm not a worker. I'm a I'm a commentator. Um, so I'm not at the same one or two places. You know, I'm very proud uh, that I was able. To, you know, a big moment for me this year was uh, was working for Violence and Suffering Fourth of July weekend. Um, you know, mm. being a Southern commentator to be on like that Northeast, uh, that Northeast crew, uh, that was pretty cool, man. Um, so just learning uh, good and bad, um, you know, around both, you know, Sean, you know, can, can add to it, man. Like when you're, you know, on the road every weekend, you're learning, you're either, you're either winning or you're learning or you're losing. And, uh, mm. and we, we, we learn a lot on the road, uh, you know, week in to week out. Um, so it, it started as that as an idea. Um, I really hit it hard in the summer, um, this past summer and Dylan Hills actually gave me the kick. I, I wanted more responsibility at TWE, um, which they've given me some, you know, I'm, I'm aging a little bit. I'm, I'm working on, you know, not, not booking there yet, but just like, you know, helping make the show the best it can be. Um, sure. that's all I want to do. So. Uh, I remember it literally was, I mean, the idea has been there for years, but I hit Dylan up one night and just said, Hey man, you know, I want more responsibility. What, like, what should I do? And he said, well, have you thought about running your own show? And uh, I told him I had, I told him some things some thoughts that had kind of kept me from it. Um, And he, I mean, just a kick in the ass kind of thing. Like, just do it, man. Like, just do it. So I think, I mean, maybe, a, you know, two weeks after that um, conversation is when I reached out and, and uh, Juicebox Productions made our logo. I mean, obviously, just it felt right calling it sold out. Obviously, the, the so many things there for us. So mm-hmm. um, it came together quick, man. Like, you know, I think he made that for me uh, into June, early July. Um, um, and then I kind of showed it to some people. I showed it to Jaden and some of the TWE, uh, to, to the KWK crew. And yeah, they kind of loved theirs to it. So that was like, okay, well, we're, we're, everything's kind of flowing right. Um, and then I just started booking matches. I wanted, you know, literally like, obviously, Brett, uh, Brett helped. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to do eight. I told myself I was going to do eight matches, no more than eight. Uh, obviously, I grew to 10 um, with nine being aired. Um, but yeah, Brett and, and my wife, Haley, and Keeter really were the three around me that kind of kept me in line money-wise, especially Haley. And uh, and then booking-wise, you know, uh, Brett does, has done so many things for me, but Um, he really helped me put this card together. I mean, this card breaking all that, it's not the same. Um, and I got to thank Brett Ison for the millionth time for the millionth reason. Um, he, he's, 
you know, he, he he's the reason that card flowed as well as, as it did. That and, of course, the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And you definitely had a, a nice collection of talent. Uh, yes. And the, the unique matchups, you know what I'm saying? Um, even with, you know, some of the cancellations that ended up happening and, uh, you know, yeah. like Ma ended up hopping on, um, you know, and then you had like uh, Cole and Nick Iggy, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, crazy yeah. match, you know what I'm saying? Uh, even even Joe and, and Brett in the main, you know what I mean? Was what, like the week of uh, type yeah. deal. No, yeah, within 10 days, uh, the Wednesday, not the Wednesday before the show, but the previous Wednesday, 10 days before, uh, is when the Joe Black thing happened. Um, you know, anyone that's seen the show knows, that he, you know, the post-match stuff with him and Brett is is so good. Oh, yeah. Man, it's so No. Uh-oh. I think we lost him. Yeah, we may have lost him. Mo, is he there? But but what he said is okay. it's either John. I've known John was a little old. No, yeah. Uh, um, John wanted go. the power. John Davis wanted the power through, um, but he just wanted Brett to have the best match he could. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit Joe Black up, man. Joe Black was on that short list that Brett wanted, and he, I mean, within 10 minutes, had signed me up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's real, yeah, yeah, and that post match stuff, man, that was emotional Amazing. stuff. Yeah, yes. such good. Yeah, and we'll and it goes it. back to what well, it goes back to what you said, Sean. I mean, I don't know how many percent. I was never great at that in math, but like so hmm. many people in that locker room told me what you said that like I would have came just for that match, just to mm-hmm. see Brett's match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mose, tell us when when did the whole thing with the ring happen again? I know that story was on the broadcast, but yeah, tell it again, uh, man. What happened with the ring? <laughs> oh, we had a, Brett had a seminar. Um, you know, I think it was two to two p.m. to four fifteen, four thirty, um, and then we were we were changing the mat. Um, from the TWE logo to the the blood one that was mm-hmm. you know, at the at the pit and all that, we we're just changing the mat, man, and just somebody hit the ropes. I mean, not even their fault, like a freak thing. And I'm thankful it happened when it did. You heard a loud, this awful sound that I can still hear to this day. This pit Same. in my stomach. Oh, I literally, yeah, I mean, like it, I, I exactly where I was standing. <laughs> yes, no, it literally like I'm sitting there. And like the seminar was great, Brett, you know, had a great turnout. And, Bro, they had matches and, and everything. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, he Brett yeah. Brett had thought for weeks about his uh, his you know his game plan for the day, his lesson plan, whatever you want to call it, and it was awesome. <laughs> like everybody learned something. Um, and then really? literally like something small, man, and the well breaks, and it's not safe for for anyone to be in the ring. Hmm. Yep, yeah, freak accident. So, man. It was and so we crazy. had a backup ring that, yeah, it, it was it was so crazy and such a moment. Like Sean said, you, I, I'll never forget the sound and the feeling. But mm. we had a backup ring also kind of fall through, and literally, bro, it is. You know, I remember looking at my phone; it was six ten, I believe. Doors wow. were going to be at seven thirty. You know, bell time is eight, and I'm being told. We is Brett. Brett looked at me dead in the eye, and I, I love him for it. Um, 
you either cancel the show or we go no ring. Uh, that's it. That's the two options. Um, mm. And then right after that, Jade said, you can't cancel. Uh, it's not in me to cancel. I just, I did not want to be, I mean, I respected ICW, that brand. Um, they were just in that building. Um, I just, I didn't want people to tune in and, and think we were trying to bite that style. I mean, that's sure. the one thing that, that, you know what I mean? Just, you can't be, especially first show. It's just like out of the gate, like these fucking posers kind of thing. And <laughs> that's, Oh God, that feeling in my gut's still there. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was this, it was this circle of Southern wrestling that called Danny and got a, got the, uh, the go ahead, the thumbs up that we under, you know, he understood the ICW crew understood it. it it's uh, it's a need. Um, but man, it, it's one of those things that like we were saying, everything worked so well that when that happened, I remember thinking like, Oh, the ring's done. Like everything's been so easy. Like I'm due. Um, but it's just another, you know, killer be killed, man. Like the, the locker room never wavered on me. I mean, I had told them, I, I said, you're going to get paid no matter what. If, if you don't want to wrestle, if you don't want to perform in this setup, I'm not going to make you, um, you don't have to do it. And literally everybody was like, dude, we're like, no, we're here. Um, and that's a feeling that, uh, it's hard to explain just that, that, that ride or die was there from that entire locker room. Oh, I can believe it. I, I would, yeah, I, I'm not shocked at all with that crew. I, I would be shocked <laughs> if, if anybody from that crew took your, took you on that and said, okay, I won't go, you know, I mean, nah, <laughs> not those boys, man. That was, the show was hot and you could tell nobody was, if they were, they didn't show it, but they weren't deterred by the the no ring at all. No, it, it goes back to what, you know, that locker room, the talent in there, they took it as a challenge, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And it's like, everyone's kind of said, you know, every match was different. Um, it's weird to say a no ring show kind of had something for everybody in a way, but uh, I, I can't, you know, I, <laughs> that's that locker and that talent. I mean, that's all them. Um, for 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 a, for being able to do that, that's another thing that just made this so special. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, and going back to it, uh, since you mentioned it, uh, one of my favorite moments of the whole night was when we were standing out back and uh, and we were trying to get a hold of either struggles or Danny. You you guys were both calling. Uh, I guess I think I think one of y'all was calling Ryan, while one of y'all was calling yep. Danny. Whatever. Yep. And then. Hank walks up. He had just got there hmm. and he's like, what's going on? <laughs> and, <laughs> what was going on? And we're like, we're trying to get a hold of daddy. He goes, well, F it. I'll call him. <laughs> he just, yep. he started calling him. <laughs> and it then did. That's, and then that's when, that's when Ryan, he, he had mentioned, he said, Danny knew something was up when he knew the whole South was calling him. <laughs> it, yeah. Someone said that when it may have been Rev when it happened, it's going to be said, shit, Danny's going to, and he's look at his phone and, and wonder why the whole South is calling him. But uh, yep. that was another one of those moments, man. Like, you know what I mean? Tank is a legend. You know, you don't need me to say that, but and Tank oh, yeah. is calling Danny, you know, for, for <laughs> our brand. Um, <laughs> it, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really cool, man. Everybody came together. Uh, yeah. The same cause. Um, and, and I feel like it was a really great product that was put out. Um, and I, I almost feel like the, the, the no ring, um, 
context added to it um, somewhat. And it made it, you know, even more of like a tough nose, uh, like, you know, because some of these fights were like fights, bro. <laughs> like uh, Jaden and Merrick, you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like they were hitting the hell out of each other. Uh, wow. Of course, you know, Masha and and uh, and, Sha- and Sean Campbell. <laughs> Uh, which that was we'll a murder. To, but, uh, <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Oh man, like so many brutal fights on this uh, on this whole card um, that the pit just kind of like gave it that you know gave it even more of that effect. Yeah, um, that was kind of in my head when we had to commit to it. I thought, you know what? If Danny maybe notices somebody that he maybe would never have seen in this context. And that's a win. Like if somebody, mm, good point. If somebody, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if if, yeah. if Danny watches the show back and he's like, you know what, this person or that person, I may not have ever thought, and they're just hmm. in the back of his head for the pit or, or just being a part of that promotion. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a, a, a win for sure. Um, yeah. That I, yeah. I I was happy that we kind of were able to do. Well, and that that's why I like the the pit and even like the chains and stuff like that is because. And I even said this to Brett. Uh, this was right after we had wrapped with the meeting, um, you know, right whenever you were telling everybody about the ring and stuff. And I, yeah. I walked past Brett at one point and I said, we're going to find out who can work in this locker room. <laughs> he said, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, man, I know we're going to break it down. But before, uh, the last, I, I just, Brett uh, was, Brett and Jaden both an heater, but for sure Brett was my rock in that moment of like, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I, had, I, when, when I was told at 610 that we don't have a ring, um, man, that was hard. That was really hard to hear. Um, mm. but this, this locker room, uh, and Brett Ison especially, it never, I mean, it never was a thing of, of we we're going to, we're going to go home. It was okay. Well, we're going to figure this out. And, uh, and that is, that's just something I've got to say, um, that I, I just, I can't put into words. Mm-hmm. Mose, I grew up in the 80s, man. So I know there, there's some truths I've learned. And one truth is when somebody comes out rocking the Ribera jacket, they mean business. <laughs> and here comes Ronnie Bass, baby. Yo, much love, Ron Bass. That's that's my boy. But here comes Ron Bass rocking the Ribera coat. Before I know it, he fucking lariats Aaron Wade uh-huh. right out of his shoes. <laughs> he was murdering people, man. Oh, fact. Yeah, he was. He uh, that was originally going to be a scramble. That was the one thing that 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 changed with the ring. I thought I said um, Mm -hmm. everything else. We're going to say the same. But but Ron, um, I wanted him out the curtain first. He told me the day of. He showed me the jacket, and I believe the show was. (laughs) I think his dad's birthday was the Wednesday after the show. Wow! Wow, dude! Yeah, that's awesome. it felt again like, you know, things didn't go our way, but everybody was where they wanted to be. And like you said, uh, Ron, who had been in there before for TWE, man, mm-hmm. he really got the people going out of the gate. Mm-hmm. He sure is. Let me shout out. Let me shout out Wade real quick too. Wade was not booked originally. He did great in Brett's seminar, and when we made a gauntlet, we had seven people. Brett Eisen said, you know, let's put Wade in. Let's see what he's got. And hmm. and I thought Wade did. You know, for a minute, ninety seconds or whatever, Wade <laughs> yeah. did pretty damn good. He did, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man that that uh, that that spinning kick that he hit, you know hit he hit him with what two or three of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah, second they, one especially was good. 
Yeah. And, th- and I, then he took a hell of a lariat, man. So, yeah. Uh, Bass, cool, man. Bass was nailing people, man. CJ Lawler, he fucking crushed that chair with pile driver on CJ Lawler right on that chair. That chair fucking exploded. It was awesome. It was so cool, man. And, and I love CJ. See, see now, I did not know it was his dad's birthday right around that time, but that makes yeah. sense. I mean, he did the one spot there where he finished off Cav. By the way, yep. shout out Cavern Canyon, WWA4. Yes. Yeah, I love Cav, man. He's he's looking good. I've seen the evolution of Cavern Canyon. I feel like the look he has right now, you know, I feel like he's got that. I feel like there's money in that look. I like that look. Yeah. He's another one stepped up. wasn't originally booked. Really? Um, he wasn't. Yeah, I, I knew of Cavron, but uh, mm-hmm. obviously I've seen him a bunch. But yeah. it was just he he came down for the seminar. He did really well. Um, cool. And we did, man. We we put him in there. Um, and I felt like it fit. You know, it, it fit his like you're saying this this look. Yeah. Um, and he, I know he can throw. So yeah, he went in there, and I loved that he got to. Uh, he and Ron kind of got to play a little bit. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it made me. Uh, it, it made me kind of get uh, hyped and and anticipate. Uh, hopefully, somebody make it a match soon. <laughs> so yeah. I would love yeah. to see the two tangle up one on one. For sure, man. And and that was where he got Cav with that Texas yep. Gord Buster. That I don't know how you, even how to describe it. You know, that kind of seated pile driver, the knees down pile driver. Yeah. And before he pointed it at the sky, you know, that's that's awesome, man. I, you know, I, I was always a big Ron Bass fan. And then when I first saw Ron Bass Jr., just the name grabbed me. You know, I, yep. I, I'm a big mark for second generation guys because or or girls, because, you know, that wrestling is in, in the blood, you know, it's there. That's right. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah, those 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 wrestlers always catch my attention quick. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, and and Ron Bass couldn't want it more. Uh, he's a great exactly. dude, um, and you know he's he's been doing everything he can to get out there uh, and get seen out of his area, which is you know really what you need to do. Um, and uh, and I feel like uh, and, and he's a great dude. Uh, really gotten to know Ron quite a bit. So and I love working with Ron. Um, so hopefully I'm hoping for big things for him in 2022. Big same, big same. Uh, he was the first person I believe I booked for the uh, original scramble, and I mean, we everything he just said is why uh, hmm. he he wants it so bad. He yeah. appreciates he appreciates professional wrestling for what it is, and he's not just trying to use that name and use his lineage. For anything, he wants to earn it, and yeah. uh, and oh, I have yeah. nothing but love for RBJ. Oh yeah, yeah. thanks. Yep, exactly, man. And you know, I Derek James, another one I hadn't seen him before. Got to give him props because he came out there. I didn't think he'd be the one to take out RBJ, but he was. So yeah, man. <laughs> Derek Derek's at TWE. He makes a long trip. Uh, okay, he's, mm-hmm. he's usually in the car with Mert with Mert. Okay. Um, and that's a, you know that's a that's a good bed in the cap to have you know Mur kind of let you be in the uh, yeah man Derek's one that I, I liked what I've seen out of him this year and uh, and I thought he did God yeah man and the hits just kept coming in there 
because then you had Jeffrey John, and he's no stranger. I mean, Sean and I have reviewed a lot of shows with Jeffrey John on there. It was a good surprise. I mean, he very looked to him. He's very young seal there. Look, no, you're fine. I was saying I love the Babushka Baron, bro. I love his lariat. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, I had written that down, that parkour. He did like the parkour off the wall and lariat, man. <laughs> it was fucking dope. But, yo, Jeffrey John, he's he's impressive to me. You know, I mean, he, he Sean has always told me, you know, he works his ass off. He's gotten a lot of opportunities the right way, the old school way, mm-hmm. you know, showing yep. up, helping, being there. And he finds his way on shows and he works hard. So, and mm-hmm. and he, he does work hard. He does well in the ring. He got that crowd who had not really seen him. They cared about Jeffrey John. And that's something that like right. you know, I was impressed by. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of times uh, crowds don't really understand him. And so mm-hmm. they just want to boo him. And he'll feed off of that. Because Jeff is really good at uh, just feeding off whatever the crowd is giving him, whatever energy the crowd is giving him. He'll feed yep. off of it, and uh, and that's what I kind of felt like he did here. He he saw that the crowd cared a little bit, um, and also too, I felt like the crowd uh, was a little bit pissed at Derek for taking out Ron. Yes, uh, so, so that's why that that helped in Jeffrey John's favor somewhat. Yep, um, but still, you know, shout out to Jeff for feeding off that energy, um, and uh, and you know, getting the crowd into it even more um, to where. Whenever, um, who was it that uh, he helped take out after he got eliminated? Oh, uh, BK, when BK Westbrook came out? Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. Uh, whenever he came out um, and, you know, super kicked the dude, and then Jeffrey John uh, gave him the big lariat and yep. <laughs> got the easy, you know, one, two, three to take him out. Yep. So. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. at that. John didn't just walk off. I mean, he, he, got, in a, he got in a couple at the end there. And the crowd popped, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They did. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. Pete Youngblood. Man, Moe's, I only saw Pete Youngblood once. I saw him for an, on an action show. And, you know, there he wasn't quite the heel with the people throwing the fucking toilet paper. <laughs> they were all over him on this one, man. So what's up with Pete Youngblood, man? Why do people hate him so much? I, 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 didn't, <clears throat> have the, I didn't have much of a, a context there. He's uh, a lot of his reps. I know he's been on Paradigm some, yeah. um, but a lot of his reps have been at the TWE arena for TWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's they do not like him there, man. They've just they've chosen <laughs> not to like Pete. Yeah, uh, he's leaned into it heavy. Uh, I love. I mean, I, I just I'm very proud of Pete Youngblood because he doesn't have a ton of reps like. He, I know this is going to be uh, a big pat on the back for Pete, and he's earned it, but he reminds me a lot of Brandon Williams, someone that hasn't had – I mean, hasn't had a ton of matches mm-hmm. that is just so good already, and I, I see that in Pete the same way of, you know, I, I don't even want to guess how few matches he's had. I mean, not very many, but he already gets it on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think the sky's the limit. Me too, man. He shows that he has talent. I mean, that at the end, it was, 
I called cattle mutilation. Then after it happened, I wasn't sure if I called that right. But, you know, you got with the arms folded and did the bridge. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Very exciting this all like again with uh, was and, and they they did a, they did a phenomenal yeah great body on him uh, way to go out um, in that match with the, the double middle fingers up <laughs> right <laughs> toilet paper and all man yep yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no that was that was a hot way to start and after I watched that you know I was man I was so happy watching the show. You know, it was it was easy easy watch because the show was so was so good and fun. It was fun to watch. I mean, the strikes and everything were were awesome, and it was just getting better and better. I mean, then the next match you have Akira and Damian Tangra, and here comes Tangra. I hadn't seen him in that Power Ranger gear, man. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I that was a surprise. Was uh, it? I, he to- yeah. He he told me he was gonna do a. Or, excuse me, he told me he had like a Power Ranger themed song. Um, uh-huh. And I was like, hell yeah, that's, that's, that's dope. And then, yeah, he, he does the entrance. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was great. Damien, same way, absolute showman, absolutely gets that side of it and can totally go. Uh, they both wanted this match. And, and like you said, for this three match number two, they, it was different from one, right? It wasn't, it was a different kind of chaotic and it, it was a way for Akira to show that side of himself, but more, you know, so much known for the death match, but very technical Akira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This one, <clears throat> this one was uh, very much one of those, um, you know, I guess if, if we're comparing it to like the ICW pit style without any weapons involved whatsoever, and so it, it you know, it, it got very technical and Akira showed off a side that um, I feel like really the only time I've ever seen him really show it off is uh, is during the UWFI stuff. Yeah. Um, whenever he had did the, the paradigm stuff, uh, he, he got to show off that technical side quite a bit to the point of where after um, the paradigm, you know, tapings that we were doing and all that, I, I asked him, I said, bro, have you ever trained Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or anything like that before? And he was like, a little bit, but not really. And I was like, you look like you could, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, yeah. You definitely look like you have some kind of training in that style because, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he moves and he squirms and gets out of, uh, you know, encounters and like all kind of different stuff that is really impressive. A, a true student of the game, Akira. Um, he just he loves every facet of wrestling, and uh, and he wanted That's again. He originally it was going to be him, and it was going to be uh, Akira and Adam Priest. Um, Adam Priest couldn't do it, uh, being of course a champion, a, a fighting champion, which I respect. Um, and this was Akira. I flat out said, you know, uh, who do you want? Uh, and he said, give me Tangra. And um, uh, shout mm-hmm. out Damian Tangra too for being more than happy i mean to take that challenge he wanted to be in there with akira he knew of the technical side that akira wanted to show um and they did they put on a match that like just the the transitions there uh it's it's really just uh human chess at its finest absolutely and Moe's got a shout out Hardway Heater Man for commentary. He was he yes. was doing really good. I, I think he was awesome at that. 
and he he taught me a new one because I think I think Tangra kept kept hitting Akira with these kind of knee bar and then drop into the mat, and Heater taught me knee DT. I like <laughs> yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Heater's you, got uh, I, yeah. And I was gonna say I appreciate you saying that, man. I'm happy Heater will hear that because I tell him that too. He's been doing commentary with me at TWE the last couple months, and I a million mm-hmm. percent agree. He's already pretty i mean not pretty good he's already good to really good moments for as little as he's been in there he he can do it all oh i think so too yeah i i I totally enjoyed him and he didn't sound like somebody that hasn't done much commentary at all to me you know plus he's got a great voice for it so he he absolutely does that's what i'm gonna say he does a great talker anyway uh and he's quick-witted um you know he's uh and, and he's very intelligent so uh, it only makes sense that he would be good at doing that. And uh, he, I, I agree. He really did a great job on this. Uh, I loved uh, how he kind of fed off of the rotating, um, you know, seat that he had uh, as far as with the different partners that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it was that was probably like more fun <laughs> to watch. I think that that only added to the funness of the entire show. You know what I mean? Um, because that, not only that, but everybody that was in the co-pilot seat with heater was, you know, good, uh, at, at what they do. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it was you, um, whether it was Dylan Hale, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, even Bobby, Bobby document. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, no, man, Heater did more. We had, he did more matches than I told him he would because there were a couple that was supposed to be me and Dylan that I just, you know, the stress of it all. And like, I just, I, I trusted Heater too. I gave him the like, you got this. I'm just let me, I'm going to, you know what I mean? I had to do the ring announcer thing. I only ring announced at TWE. Um, but I don't know anyone that else that could have ring announced that show, like mm-hmm. for my people, the way I did. I'm very proud of the energy. I mean, that was just, that was all us, man. Um, so again, another feather in the cap for Heater. Uh, did more matches than he planned to. And I totally agree with you guys, man. He, he more than carried his own in that anchor seat that I know. I mean, uh, full transparency, uh, before his, he got hurt, the original movie was going to be Nick Iggy versus Heater to open the show. Ah. Um, so this was hard, very hard for, for Heater to, you know, this is another thing that he knew he was supposed to be wrestling on that he couldn't. So, um, I was very honored that he took that challenge of being the anchor on commentary and he nailed it. Facts. He nailed it. And then Dylan, I was teasing Dylan. Uh, I just messaged him after I heard, because at the end of this match, he says, yeah, a cure with the Steve do it to it Cox hairdo. And I hit him up. I said, (laughs) Hey, uh, Dylan, who, who's going to get your Steve do it to it Cox reference in 2021, bro. Come on. I said, I get it. Global, but I don't know who do. <laughs> I'm an old dude, that's why. So, but yeah, yeah that's, that's it, real cool, man. Meant- Dylan's awesome with those. I love the, I love when he throws those liners in there that you know, kind of like almost like inside jokes because he knows yes. wrestling so well. That's it, it. It was really cool to have Dylan um, on that show. I mean, he, I think he was, you know, there's three live streams going for IWTV, and obviously. We all know Dylan has a, has a hand in that. So he had a lot going on, um, but he's, wow. he's still 
yeah, he still did commentary for us. And that was something that means so much to me because Dylan, I mean, absolutely a mentor for my, my mentor for, without him really meaning to be um, for how, you know, he, he baptism by fire that I had the last year, 18 months. And Dylan's been there with me the whole way, either in the booth with me or, you know, letting me know what I get better at, which I appreciate. Um, so it just, it felt very right to have Dylan there. And I'm, I'm very, very thankful we did. Well, and while we're on the topic, um, to, to mention you real quick, bro, I'm, I'm watching back uh, Cosmic Christmas right now. And you have gotten so good, whether it be, you know, when I'm watching the, the NGW stuff recently, because um, yeah. we've put that together, or like I said, Cosmic Christmas, like I, I told Ben this whenever I saw Ben the other day and, and uh, didn't get a chance to tell you, but since I got you on the line, bro, you and Ben killed Cosmic Christmas, like such a great job, dude, like y'all's energy, like fed off each other, plus just your both of you guys' insights um you know ben's little uh corny ass jokes um <laughs> like just everything like i love it, I love it so much. <laughs> good stuff <laughs> most we had i gotta tell you a story we had we had ben on the show and uh ben sheeran you're talking about right sean I haven't. Right. I, okay yeah so i haven't watched that watched the cosmic christmas yet but and, Sorry. Oh, you're talking. Uh, Go ahead. I appreciate that. I gave I gave Ben some grief. Um, oh, <laughs> hello. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Back. Once you're in okay. a while, Mose, you kind of go through these. Uh, we, it's kind of like you're a VCR on rewind. You know, we hear like old. We hear a little bit back, and then it, it skips up to the right spot. Then it skips back. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Dude. You're giving Ben some grief. Sorry, right, man. No, yeah, I, before the show on Twitter, I just kind of was messing with him. It was uh, from an honest place, though, because I do take commentary very seriously. I just, I didn't know, I knew Ben as a ref and a manager. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was kind of giving him a little bit of grief just to kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's my personality. Um, but I, I could not agree more, Sean. I really appreciate you saying that, man. I I would love to work with Ben. Ben does so much well like he doesn't even realize how well he does maybe he does i don't know like i've worked with people that have had a lot more reps than him that are nowhere near as good like he gets it uh and uh, i had an absolute blast mm-hmm. no that's oh. dope man but i yeah i was gonna tell you the story most we had ben on the show sean and i did yeah. and before we even hit record, you know, I still have the raw taping. I, I saved this because it's hilarious. Before I started doing the intro and everything, you hear Sean say to Ben, don't nobody want to see your ugly ass face. Because <laughs> I, I think he turned his camera on and then and Sean said, turn, turn the fucking camera off. Don't nobody want to see your ugly ass face. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I think the, the grief I gave him, he, he said he would, he gave up. He gave up his commentary chair for me because uh, I was originally obviously uh, going to um, work with Chad. Shout out, shout out, Chad. Shout out, Midwest Territory right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a show coming up, sport. Um, yeah. But I was supposed to work with Chad. So he made a post that was like, you know, I gave up my chair for Moe's or something. And I was just like, well, fuck, I don't need you to give up your chair for me. Like, <laughs> I, I said I would do a, I'd do a commentary off with him. 
Um, <laughs> but he did. He took it all on the chin. And like I said, he did, he did awesome. Like I, I told him after the show, like, I know I take this shit serious, but like a lot of people I work with don't or have worked with that don't really take it serious. So mm. um, the fact that, that Ben, man, he, he did, he did exactly like so many things that I love and you could hear us having fun because of it. So yeah, I, I just, a uh, shout out Ben again, even though um, he, he'll, he'll tell you he won that, the, the battle Royal. He did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. But yeah, <laughs> most, the reason why you've gotten so good, man, because you get a master class all the time. You got right next to you for a lot of shows is, Dylan Hales, man, yep. I consider him yep. to be the best in the game, you know, and that's no slight to anybody else. But, you know, Dylan's on it. Dylan is on that high level, man. And, and you really raise your game when you're with him. You know, I, I think that you and him is money. I love I love the team of you guys. And um, uh, it's no Thank surprise you. to me that even when you're on your own, boom, you you're smoking because you have all that all that time and experience with Dylan. You know, and I think that's gotta be, it's gotta be helping, bro. Oh, it is. Yeah. It, he, he just does so much. Well, he tells stories so well. Hmm. Um, yeah. and it has been, that's a great way. I've learned so much because of Dylan and Dylan testing me and letting me lead at times. And probably times, you know, I was nowhere near ready, but he let me kind of fell a little bit, you know, and, and it was still good, like, because it's, you got Dylan Hells. Like, even when I, you know, hmm. it's, it's passable because Dylan's there. So, right, right. Uh, the fact that he kind of, he gave me some, uh, you know, some reach and, and let me and, and take chances. I mean, I just, yeah, I, I got so well so fast because of the reps and being honest, you know, I'm a big fan of he did. He, he told me what I did wrong and the, uh, how much better I feel, you know, just match to match. And like, hmm. it's to the point now where like, you know, I got thrown in the fire and did a live comments or did a, a live show, uh, the sub show, the collective a year ago hmm. um, and Dylan wasn't there. So I was le I was anchor my first live show and uh, and I didn't do too bad according to Dylan Hell. So that was a big win. <laughs> Absolutely, but like you said, man, well, getting those reps in—that's what helps. That's that's where you really, um, you know, uh, learn and get better. Um, and that's what's really helped me um, in my own career is just those reps. Uh, you know, having a place. To oh, be yeah, on yeah. a semi-weekly basis, you know what it's I mean. It's important, man. You you've got to get reps in. You've got. Mm -hmm. It's the storytelling side. You got you just around it, um, and that's why Dylan's been so good. Mm -hmm. and he's still just so good. Oh yeah, he he's an asset to anything he's on. I mean, I'm a big fan. By the way, this weekend, and we'll let's get back to the KOBK in a second here. But this weekend, you said you're headed up to the festival. Is that I assume that you and Dylan on the Action Sup show? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Action Sub Show. Oh gosh, is it New Year's Eve at yeah. like three, three o'clock? Or- three. Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Yeah, three o'clock. Yep. I'm doing that uh, with Dylan. As far as I know, very, ex- very excited. Sweet. Me and Sean are sponsoring that show, so you'll see us on. Yeah, the- I saw the the name pop up on one of the, and I was I was like, hell, I'm not surprised. Very, uh, very thankful for you guys. Hell yeah, man! It's a pleasure to to be affiliated in any way with the the things that you guys are doing and sup you know they that's that's a a legendary promotion for me man i've been following sup since day one i remember when jesse and the gang were talking about that on the kick out of two podcasts that they were the first show they were getting ready to do and you know ever since then you know been rolling with with sup so but and of course action I, yep. I don't really think there's better. There, there, there's really not a better promotion going, you know, than action. There's as good. I'm not saying that you know no, no one is in the league or anything, but there's no one better than action. You know, those shows yeah. are phenomenal. Those two coming together is always exciting, and and I uh, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Being able to to say I'm you know in the booth for both of those places. Uh, it's as a you know started. I started as a fan. You know, of, of SUP, SUP was my favorite independent promotion. And now, yep. Yep. you know, I've got a few shows under my belt doing commentary for them. Like, that's just really cool to me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool, man. Very cool. All right. So back on this. And so fitting you had Tank. Here comes yes. the Rev. Bro, I always say this. And Mose, you can answer the question. Who better than the Rev, man? It's like, who better than Kenyon? But we can say, who better than the Rev? <laughs> I don't really know because I I just when Rev comes out, it, sh- there can't be any talking around anywhere. I want to hear every word Rev. I want to hear every, every word out of his mouth. You know, Rev is Rev is money. Rev is money. Um, <laughs> when he did that, you know, he did a promo uh, against Mer- you know for Merck. Right. Um, that was again just like it's the cool things of of doing a show that like. You know that was just cool for us, like that yeah. we, you know, our show had a had a ref promo. So to answer your question, huh. nobody. <laughs> exactly, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, he's so smart. Yeah, like, he just he feels like it, it, the, exactly what the crowd is thinking, and just like the stuff that he says, he knows he's going to get a reaction out of, um, and like the just the you know distinction of his voice alone is just incredible (laughs) but yeah man i i love working with the rev it's the coolest thing to like just hand him a mic you know what i'm saying like yeah i just just hand him a mic and you get out of the way and like it's just yeah that that team you you said it we couldn't have had this show without them no um merc wanted this match bad i mean (laughs) Like this was another one that was really easy to make happen because, you know, Merck wanted it bad. Tank was cool with it. And then Tank saw Merck um, and that, you know, the pitch show, the ICW when they were in there. Sh- and he said, I want it, you know, this kind of hardcore style, no DQ. Um, and it, it was it was awesome, bro. It was very cool for a lot of different reasons just to have those three, you know, of course, Merck's the TW champion right now. Yep. So there's just a lot of history there. And that match meant a lot to the locals in the building. Mm-hmm. And they literally tried to tear the building down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, yo, when Merck, I mean, Merck is, he's one of my favorites. He became yes. that quickly. Him and Daniel Garcia at SCI, dude. Incredible. I, I mean, yeah, incredible, right? And then everything he's done since. I mean, he's on a fucking roll, dude. And then him and Murdoch, you know, for IC Dub. Wow. I, I mean, I was just so, I was smiling ear to ear because we, we had just talked to Merck, Sean and I did. And, you know, Merck, rightfully so, has a chip on his shoulder that yes. says, hey, you need to, you know, I, I need, show me some love here because I'm not some, I'm not some newbie, you know, I can do this. And he's proven it though. He's proven it. You know, every yeah. time. One of my favorite kind of, I don't know, stories or just arcs of 2021 has been Merck. People would say the rise of Merck, but I, like you guys, you know, we've we've seen him grinding for years. Yeah. Uh, trips to Japan, trips to Mexico. <laughs> right. Uh, just, you know, as hungry as it gets, being in the car for 20 plus hours, whatever he's got to do. And, uh, and yeah, man, to, to have those moments and that match with Murdoch, like, just, just could not be more happy uh, for Merck right now heading into 2022. Yeah, I always say that 2022, I have earmarked for a couple of different people, but, you know, Merck's got to be one of those cats. I mean, you never know what's coming for him this upcoming year. So, the promoters better get on him, you know, because, yeah, Merck, Merck does the travel. He'll, he'll get in the fucking car and come. So... Get him on your show because he's going to add to it, and he's a fighter, man. And him and Tank was just such a good matchup. I think that, you know, I assume you had, there were a bunch of you guys that probably put the matches together, I would guess. But the matchups, the these were awesome matchups. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of, uh, I don't know, um, it's a lot of me, Brett, and Haley kind of sitting around a porch, maybe. Okay. Cool. You know, late night had a had a, a little inebriated. Um, <laughs> cool. Kind of talking about matches, but um, it, it was man. A lot of it was was me, Brett, and her, uh, and then a lot of it were just like Matrix and Royal. Oh, I thought you that's know, a cool I know we'll get there, but I just thought, hey, you know, two of my favorite wrestlers. Why not yep. have them wrestle? Yep. Um. So it was a lot of it. Just came from that place as a fan. Was that? I mean. I, I don't know. I think a lot of these were first-time matchups, yes. at least that I knew of, and that's hard to pull off these days, you know? So, yeah, you were really dream-matching it up with some of these. It was really good. but Yeah, it's exactly what I wanted. We set out to a lot of first-time matchups. You know, there's so many. and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's just a lot of matches that cross over to multiple promotions, and they're great. And, sure. uh, and you know, but just there's nothing quite like you know, the discussion of what happened, you know, that'd be a cool match. And then seeing it and it being hmm. cool, that's always just like the best. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sean said that th these two literally tried to tear the place apart. And I, I thought the <laughs> same thing. I wrote it in my notes that that wall opposite the hard cam, the TWE side. Yeah. With, with the side. But did you guys have to pay for <laughs> did you have to pay for the drywall or what the uh, I will I will be all the way honest with y'all. I'm pretty sure CJ Lawler is gonna get it took care of, so we're oh, good. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out CJ. Man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think people I were can... unhappy about that. I bet. I said, "What you gonna do?" <laughs> I bet they were unhappy. I can't remember what spot it was, but tank just emerged off the wall, and there was a big fucking dent in the drywall. I said, "Oh shit, <laughs> bro!" It, yeah, I yeah, it was. That was one of those like, "Oh shit!" But again, <laughs> what it's done? Like we just kind of fix it and move on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It reminded me of uh, of a recent Paradigm show where they put a hole in the uh, that pillar. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one that oh, was. That? <laughs> yeah, they they put a hole in one of the pillars, and I was like, "Oh no!" I want to say it might have had to do a Murdoch. <laughs> but... Oh Jesus! <laughs> <I can> see that? <laughs> yeah, likely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Merck with the big win, you know. And it was a hot match. The one spot where Merck climbed the ladder went for that back elbow. He landed oh, right man. on those chairs, man. man. <laughs> that was side on chairs. I can't imagine that fe- that tickles. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no I, 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 that was one that happened, and I just go like, "What are we doing, guys? Like, oh. what are like, what are we doing?" <laughs> oh, dude, I was, I was watching it, and whoever I was standing next to. I remember turning to them and I said, "I know that had to hurt." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that one hurt. <laughs> Mose, you mentioned Eric Royal and Tyler Matrix, and that—that's exactly what I thought watching this. And that this is probably something you were going for, because literally, my mind seeing these matchups, I'm going, "Fuck, that's a cool matchup." And you know that's that's what you want, right? So I mean, but that really was I. That has to be a first time ever, Eric and Tyler Matrix. And once I saw him going, I thought, "Wow, this is really fucking cool." You know, and and SPO man, you were in there. What what were your thoughts on this match, Sean? Since you had the bird's eye view. Yeah. Um, Well, the the first thing that I definitely have to mention. Uh, was how cool the energy was just because of how split the crowd was. Yep. yep. Um, at, like they were literally half of them was chanting for Tyler, half of them was chanting for Eric. Hmm. Um, and what was really cool about that, just in general, um, Eric, of course, has you know been in front of that TWE crowd quite a bit. Oh sure. Um, yep. And but Tyler is a guy who um, I feel like should be everywhere. Um, yes. In the area that I live in. Tyler Matrix is very, very popular. You know, he was uh, an OVW guy for a a good minute, and he was super popular there. Um, And then, of course, all the work that he's done at IWA the last few years, um, he's super over in in the Louisville area. And, like, to see him finally kind of spread his wings and get at places like, you know, New South and AAW and, you know, stuff like that, um, it's been beautiful to see because I feel like he should have been everywhere. Uh, Tyler is the man, um, and so yeah, I I could yeah, agree man. more. Great yeah. dude, should be everywhere. Uh, one of my favorite people I've met in wrestling, and Thank someone you. that can have a great match with anybody. So mm-hmm. yep. having in there with Ace was just dope. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, man. And well, and then not only that, but like the just going back to how the crowd was split, and for them to be behind Tyler the way that they were. Uh, was really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Some of that New South crowd showed up for us, showed out. Uh, they love Tyler Matrix, bro. It's like you said, it was that like TWE love, it, it, great energy. I didn't all the way expect that, but um, 
was very, very pleased when we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But as far as the match goes, man, like these two did some very innovative stuff for um, the environment that they were in. I felt like big time, yes. big time. And, you know, something that I mean, because, hey, anybody who follows action, Nova Pro, even back with Eric, you know, I, I've been seeing Eric Royal for a while. And anybody that has tracked him knows how how good he is. You know, yep. he, he's amazing. He's just all around, curtain to curtain. He's got the mic work. He's got the in-ring. The dude is just a, a blue chipper. But one thing, something simple that I noticed here more than more than I had before. I mean, he was working the arm of Matrix. And, you know, I, I love Eric Royal when he kind of gets that base widened like that. And mm-hmm. his size, he has such leverage, you know. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to put submissions on or something, or just something simple, work the arm, whatever. He's got amazing leverage because of his height, you know? Yeah. Small thing. The athleticism, the strength, mm-hmm. um, and you're right. It just if, if you made me do like a top five base, like who has the best base in wrestling, man, yeah. uh, A-Scott's up there just because of it is. Oh. He knows how to use those. Those legs are a lot longer than you realize, you know. Hell yeah. Like, oh yeah. He yeah. he gets those legs stretched out and he's got that weight down the way. Like he ain't going anywhere. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to go. That's right. And uh, and like you were saying, I think I thought he and Matrix just played up their side. I mean, across everything they they, in my opinion, for watching that match, especially with, I'm sure if it were in a ring, it'd have been different. But for for the setting and everything else, like it was exactly what I'd wanted just two guys who were so good and both have been slept on for so long. Um, really just kind of having fun, man. They both, they both want, again, I, I feel like I can say this every match though. They both really wanted this match. They mm-hmm. they'd wanted it for a while and, and that excitement came through. Cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Sean, you, Sean, you'll what? know this spot because you were right in there, man. Towards the end, Tyler had that Rings of Saturn locked on, and the way Eric got out of it, it was so innovative. He just was yes. bouncing his fucking head off the off the mat there. It was it was oh. wild, but it was effective. Yeah, right. Well, and then going back to what Mose was saying about them just having fun, uh, like <laughs> one of my favorite spots uh, from this match was um, when Eric was trying to count Tyler out. Because <laughs> <Just Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I, I like that was literally just you know off the cuff. Obviously, uh, we were just playing, and he, you know, pounced him the first time, and he was telling me to count him out, and I was like, I can't. What are you talking about? It's not a ring. Like, what? Do, what do you mean? And we just kind of had that mm-hmm. small little interaction, and then he pounced him the second time, mm-hmm. and then that's when he <laughs> he just started counting. <laughs> 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 Crowd just. The crowd, just being as, as dope as they were, got into it and was counting along with him. Uh, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> it yeah, was great. Uh, professionals across the board, man, understanding the moment and, and playing off the crowd. Like, that's a that's okay. just, we're making moments, man. And that, that was absolutely one of the highlights of the show, just from a, like, a fun perspective of, like, okay, we're, like, we're, we're in this right now. Like, like you mm. said, the crowd's into it. Y'all are all into it. We're like, it's just everybody's on the same wavelength. Absolutely. It feels somewhat cliche to say, oh, it was a hot crowd. You know, a lot of, a lot of shows have that, but 
this was a different level hot crowd. I mean, they were hot the whole time. Moe's, talk about that crowd, man, because the, the, the people there, man, that, that energy in there must have been something. It was. You could feel it right away. Uh, as soon as we got in there and told them about the ring situation, they it was like the locker room. It was, you know, we know what we signed up for. We're here to just get kind of crazy. Uh, hmm. You know, the, the TWE shows are obviously PG, so – we uh, they got to cut up a little bit there. Um, I let you know the weeks leading up, let everybody know it was an adult show at the for the TWE crowd, and they knew to expect that. And I think it was again of just the energy being met across the board. And, and it kind of goes back to what I've heard. I know we kind of talked about it earlier, but I've heard it a lot. The setup there and the fact the fans were kind of eye level, and you're on the same, you know. Right. You're right there next to the action. Like right. that, I think, helped with just the excitement. Good point. Yeah. I think so. But I, it was just, you know, every match, you know, you just marvel at that sometimes. Because, so, you know, a crowd a crowd can get tired or if they're yeah. all into a lot of matches. You know, they, and this crowd did not, man. They, they brought their A game. So, uh, yeah, they, I had that same thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, they... They did, man. They did. They, we had, intermission ran kind of long, like, you know, T-shirts that everybody had pre-ordered, mm-hmm. like, got there late. So it, it was, I mean, there were plenty of reasons for them to kind of not be there. Um, but th- they were, man. They were there all the way through. And I got to shout out Brett again for, you know, that, that was a, it was kind of the right kind of roller coaster for the matches we had. You, you, you never were spent. You know, if you thought you were, you were back up. And, and you know what I mean before you knew it. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Such a great flow. Nick Iggy and Cole Radrick. <laughs> I this was stiff, man. I mean, right off the bat with the the slap fight. Yes. <laughs> that was rough, man. That was stiff. <laughs> and they were laying them in, and I thought, okay, they're not playing these two. Cole no, didn't they, come to, <laughs> Cole, Cole, Cole is not Cole, playing. Cole awesome. D- Demo Derby Cole showed up. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Right, like like you were saying, I, I he was supposed to be on the show, and then some things ha- like kind of came up, and he wasn't. And then uh, you know the Wednesday or Thursday before our show, might have been Thursday, he said, uh, "Hey man, I can be there." Like Cole's the man, and and just like you know, I wanted to give him a match. We had something different kind of planned for Iggy, but mm-hmm. um, this was a match that again both really wanted that I knew that crowd would be into. And uh, and they did, like you said, they they attacked it too, man. Like, hmm. you know, that without a doubt, that had been a much different match in the ring. But uh, sure. in that moment with that setup, that was like, we'll never have that Cole Iggy match again. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, what was that? What was that little scooter thing that Cole rode down to the? I, 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 yeah, it was a little. I, I don't even know what to call it, but he rode on it, that thing, got pushed down. <laughs> yeah dude it was just this little thing with like a little cart thing that yeah with wheels yeah he, he yeah. found it before the show and was riding <laughs> around knocking into people and uh and he he just was you know hey this is their rules like can i do some kind of fun stuff and i told him i was like bro i don't this is like there are no rules like literally we don't have a ring there's no anything is possible tonight cole and he he, <laughs> he meant it <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I believe that Cole posted a, a video on his social media of him writing that before the show. Uh, he did. He, he almost like took me out. Like, like if I had been like a, a half inch back, that's right. like I'm probably adding maybe like torn ACL to the night. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so. But yeah, and to to see Cole, that, like we were talking about in the last match, just having fun, uh, having yeah, fun, uh, yeah, pulled that off. Um, but uh, but yo, like I, this was was this Nick? Ig- well, as Nick Iggy, this was his first yes. match. <laughs> Correct. He had yeah. uh, been luchador for the last couple months at TWE, but I think right around two years uh, as you know, Nick Nick Iggy in the ring. That's awesome. That's so cool that hmm. he was able to um, come back on, you know, your guys' show uh, in that manner, the way he did, and have a banger with Cole. Uh, yeah. Only because, like, I remember, um, actually, it was the N- the NGW show that he popped up at. Yep. Um, yep. My, my first NGW show. Um, he actually, we actually ended up meeting up with him beforehand to eat lunch, uh, me, mouse, uh, Billy, a few others. And, um, and I remember then having the conversation about him thinking about it, but not too sure just because of the state of the world and the pandemic and all that. Um, and like it just then I was just like, man, it would be so cool. Like cause Nick Iggy is, is one of my favorites for sure. I love watching him in the ring. He's so talented. Um, and this shown, a ferocious side of Nick Iggy that mm-hmm. I feel like we really didn't see much of before, you know, he, he took his little hiatus. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's something I wanted, you know, this is a new interpretation of Nick Iggy. Um, so I was very, very happy. It's another thing that just kind of worked. Uh, I'm very, very happy that we, you know, it's a KOBK show that is first show back, like you were saying. And, that he did get to, it, it was a perfect fit again for, for Iggy to really lean into that in this setting, especially with Cole, uh, someone that he knows he can really like, you're going to have to beat Cole up a little bit <laughs> just because it's Cole. Right. Um, and, and yeah, it, it was, it was a fun match. It brought like watching it back. I, I, I don't, I don't know how often I say this, but like, it was really, really good the night up, but watching it back like on film, man, like it was awesome just sitting at home and like just letting that kind of go versus being, you know, the night of and the stress of everything. Like it was an absolute great match. That back to what we we're saying about the card placement, you know, very tiring first half, intermission went a little long. Their the crowds dropped back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they the were. Show. They were. Jamie was talking about, you know. Mose, what was up with the woman in the crowd, man? You had to hold her back. She wanted a piece of Iggy. Yeah, bro. She very like the previous Saturday, December eleventh, was the day that Nick Iggy killed Lucha Dork. Ah. And the crowd, man, like some of them loved to have an Iggy back, but some were very upset that that he is uh he 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 attacked Sean Campbell and uh and I believe Pete Youngblood as lucha dork and then uh and then took the mask off and man they were some were very upset man she was trying to get hands on nick iggy oh she was man she was hot <laughs> and then when he when he slapped when he slapped oh. hater 
She yep. was hot then too. Yo, it, that place got so the energy changed when that happened. It was like anger. I mean, real anger out of that crowd wanting to get a hands on, on Nick Iggy. Yeah. And, uh, and, and heaters made it very clear 2022, these guys, I mean, it, it's going to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could feel it through the camera. I feel like, yeah. cause uh, I, I believe I was out back uh, during this match. Uh, or I don't remember exactly where I was, but I didn't get to watch this match, even though I wanted to. Um, I didn't get to watch it live. And so, um, and I didn't really catch this moment either, although I wish I would have. Um, but when, when you're watching it, like you said, on camera, you could just feel the energy through the camera and feel just the energy change in that arena with everybody. Uh, really, the reaction, I feel like, is what added to that a lot, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, those two men, they've just got great chemistry. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Iggy has had a hand in a lot of the people in that locker room in some way or another of, of being very helpful. Of course, Kerry Offal uh, gets talked about a lot, as he should be. Um, but Iggy, just for what he's done for a lot of Southern wrestlers, still doesn't, uh, doesn't really get the respect he deserves. Um, but I think he's coming to take that respect more than anything at this point. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's very smart, man. Very, very, very smart psychology-wise. Dude, the, this, next, the, this next match, Moe's, I mean, this was a match-up, man. Main event anywhere right now. Yep. Alex Kane, Hoodfoot. You put this in a rounds, three rounds. I thought that was dope. For, for that kind of match, you know, it was neat to add a little wrinkle to it with the round I, system. And yeah, yeah. it was, it was stiff. I, I got to give credit to Alex Kane. Um, he asked if they could do that. And of course I'm all like, absolutely. Like I want, I want you guys, I, I had the talent. I want everybody in that locker room to, you know, if we can make it happen, if it makes sense, um, whatever that's going to have them excited. And, and like you said, with it being the mat situation, it did, it was a different, a whole different Avenue. Now it was a different setup. It gave us different stories to talk about on commentary. Right. And then it, like if you let off with just two of the, you know, the, the hottest names coming out of 2021 yeah. facing each other, man, uh, that that's just cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But both those guys have had, a very, very, and, and shout out to, uh, I believe it was Heater and Dylan that was on commentary on this one. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the, just like the, the insights that they were. Oh, they, actually, they it was me and delivered. Dylan. It was me and it Dylan. It was you and Dylan. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was it you and Dylan? Right. Okay. Yeah. And just like the insights, you know, that, uh, especially like Dylan, whenever he was talking about, um, you know, just how both of them, uh, really had great years through the pan, you know, through a pandemic. Yep. Up. um and then uh well and what was really crazy was um i actually had to go and do some research because he had made the comment and we've talked about it a couple times to the show first time matchups and whenever yep. he said first time matchup and i was like i feel like that had to have happened to paradigm you know what i mean <laughs> and, it didn't, and i was just like wow that's kind of crazy like this one like of all of them that i was surprised to hear it was a first time matchup Hoodfoot and Alex was definitely one of them, you know? 
yeah, it, it, that was a big thing. I was, I wanted, I had booked both of them and I was like, you know, what am I going to do? Like, what? Do, and then it hit me. I'm like, well, I wonder if they wrestle each other. And I, I forget if I asked, I may have asked Kane, like, hey, have you worked Hoodfoot? And he was like, no, I'd love to. So then, that, I mean, that's literally how it happened. It, it was based off uh, first time matchup. And then, like I said, when I, I can't remember exactly, that may have been September, October when I sent it in and I told them, you know, that's what we're going to do. Uh, and then uh, obviously you jump to the end of December. And uh, I mean, that's a whole different match than even when I booked it, honestly. Oh, absolutely, dude. The, right. The stuff, yeah. Since October, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. And Dylan pointed out too, it was that building, man. That was kind of the yeah. the beginning of the Alex Kane rise, you know, in that in the action showcase that was in that building a couple years back. And then yep. fucking you know, and then shortly after he drops Levi Everett on his head at Paradigm, you know. I he was on the show with me. I I just saw Star with this guy. I mean, you know, you could see it all over him. Same with Hoodfoot. Yep. And this was nuts, man. I mean, the the head drops and they were just swinging for the fences. Every every strike looked like a fucking knockout blow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It did. And then the start of that third round was the moment. Like I'm always, you know, that night's a blur at times, but that's one that, as great as it was on film, like the energy of that place when they come out in the third round and they just start trading. I yeah, mean, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This one, this one probably, I, I, uh, well, I can't say the most, but it definitely felt like a fight. Uh, yep. And then you watch it back on film. Um, it, it, you feel like you're watching, you know, some kind of like, uh, especially with you and Dylan on, on commentary, it, you feel like you're watching, um, you know, something on ESPN, you know, mm-hmm. Saturday night fights or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah like tough man contest or something <laughs> exactly it's exactly what i was thinking tough man inc uh no man it's the again the locker room that, that those two talented guys went out there they took advantage of this situation two guys that uh, two talents that really want it that are hungry that and uh and they you know this was one that um like we're saying this whole back half is just main events plus i mean I, I, you know of the nine matches, uh, I mean, just about any of them minus one or two, like that could have been the energy was all met there for it to be a main. Um, so yeah, I, I can't say enough again for Alex Kane and Hoodfoot for what they brought that night. It was special, special indeed, man. And I don't know, tell me if you think my reaction's way off here, but okay. you know, because you can't say Hoodfoot. It's an upset that Hoodford won, but I don't know, man. I kind of felt like it was a little bit because Kane's been on such a fucking roll. So when when Hoodford got the, he just overwhelmed him there at the end in the, th- yes. in the third round. You know what I mean? And he he reared back and got the kill shot, and that was it. And I at first that's what I thought. I thought, wow, it's that's kind of a that's a huge win. You know, he beat Alex Kane, but yes, Hoodfoot I, I, could t- as well. He could beat anybody, you know. But I mean, I don't know, just the way I in felt. that building. Uh, I would have to agree. Uh, definitely upset, man. And mm-hmm. one that showed it was kind of back to heater commentary. He, when uh, there was a moment be- between the first and second round where he, we both had the same thought. Like I was so proud of him. He runs over to me and it's, you know, Hoodfoot didn't take a seat. 
Like <laughs> Hoodfoot has that 60 second break between rounds and he stayed on his feet. Yep. Alex Kane sees that and then he stands up and it was just that little, you know, that little nuance that uh, was great. Mm. And you know, I was really proud of Peter for noticing. Hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's true. You guys put that over in commentary as well. Yeah. I mean, it was just. The intensity was off the charts with that one. I mean, it sure was. And other promoters are going to probably run to book that one. But, hey, you were, you were the first. So that means the, that means a lot. Yeah, it meant a lot to have that match there, to have those two talents, especially we keep saying it. Uh, there's no telling where, you know, how high the stock of those guys will be a year from now. Mm, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You, oh, you nailed it with that. Absolutely. There's no telling. I mean, yeah. Give him another year. How fast mm-hmm. has how fast has Alex Kane risen? I mean, he's yeah. soared like a fuck. He was saying that with me and Sean. He said he, everybody we were we were mentioning different promotions and different things he was doing. And he's like, I, you know, I, I felt like I just had a rocket strapped to me. And, <laughs> and he really has, you know, I mean, he's just he soared. And uh, he deserves all of it, you know. Yeah. Full package, great look, yeah. great confidence, uh, the technicality there. I mean, yeah, you, you said it, my man, like just a grand slam prospect in, uh, in Alex Kane. <laughs> well, and then on the other side of the coin, we got to shout out Mo yep. uh, yeah. for literally taking every opportunity that he's gotten recently yep. and Everyone. exceeding. Um, you know, tenfold. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, uh, it's led to him getting the opportunity with GCW coming up, uh, with Alex Cologne in Detroit. So, uh, you know, and then all the stuff he's been doing ICW recently, uh, putting on nothing but bangers at ICW. Um, you know, of course, the RPW too. Um, so, you know, Hoodfoot, man, his trajectory is, is rising fast. It is. Um, <clears throat> the COVID, you know, that year 2020 being so long, it like it feels longer than it was, but it wasn't that long ago that I, you know, Hoodfoot's doing kind of comedy stuff and mm-hmm. you know, running yeah. in the ring in the uh in the orange jumpsuit. True. And now, bro, he he's a champion. Like you he could be the champion of your promotion, and it's not just believable, it's like, oh yeah, that's like that that's makes total sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you hear him on the mic. He's totally believable. He's believable in every way. And yep. and now, of course, we know. I mean, I, I forget. Sean, I think we were reviewing Unsanctioned Pro, and you could see the, you know, he's getting some of those nice deathmatch scars on his back. You yeah. know, I thought, oh, boy, Hoodfoot's, come, Hoodfoot's here now. You know, he's got he's getting the back all fucked up. He's a, You know, he's he's a scarred-up veteran. But, uh, yeah, he, I... I sometimes wonder how much blood that dude's got. I mean, he bleeds. I wonder it. I, I don't know how many times a month when he's working <laughs> every, every weekend at this point, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, yeah, uh, I was with him the, uh, the weekend before whenever he bled buckets, you know, with like Satu and stuff like that. And then, well, no, no, that was the weekend of. Same yep. weekend. And then yep. it was that Sunday was whenever I saw the post that he was squirting out of his head at IWA Mid-South. Jeez, I remember like, that, dude. Oh, man, Like, bro. <laughs> Masha Slamovich oh, is a straight sorry. animal, dude. She's a straight Legend. animal. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I get Nick Gage vibes 
from her. Yes. You know, I mean, just she comes out and she means business. You know, we were just talking about that with DTU because Sean and I were talking about her match with Billy and how she came out and just out the curtain, you know, she's got one of the most intense entrances that there is in the game right now, you know. And this one, her match with Sean Campbell, it reminded me, and I mean, hey, no disrespect. Sean had some offense in there, but, man, he got overwhelmed. Masha just folded his ass up a few times. And, you know, I mean, it was reminiscent to me of Masters of Pain 2015. Nick Gage had a legendary beating of this guy, Sid Fabulous. It's legendary. It's it's one of the most crazy beatdowns I've ever seen in the ring. And this was reminiscent of that. I mean, I just thought, wow, she's just, yeah, she's, she's a beast. She's a beast. She's animal. You said it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone has that intensity out the curtain. I mean, Masha is the full package from yeah. – yeah, it doesn't matter the gender. Like, it doesn't matter anything. Masha can go in there with anybody and win. And uh, I was really—I mean, Sean Campbell is is someone uh, I'm happy we're able to talk a little bit about. Just he's you know so young, already been a part of wrestling for I don't know like five years or something like that. As young as he is, which is is nuts. Um, and he was originally supposed to wrestle Carrie. Carrie couldn't make it. Um, so, you know, I, I originally it was going to be Angelus Lane and Masha. Um, oh, wow. That's a yeah, good match, that, too. Yeah, very good match. Right. They've, they've uh, wrestled before, I believe, in like a multi-person match. Okay. But this would have been the first singles. And um, Angelus, of course, the Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Ray passing. Um, Jimmy meant a lot to professional wrestling as a whole. But. Uh, to, to Chip and Angelus. So those two, hmm. uh, you know, she wanted to be with Chip for his match. And I, t- I absolutely, you know, I, I told her, I-, I want you there. Like, I I know, you know, what this match, first match after Jimmy's death, what that means to Chip. So I want you there. So uh, um, uh, just shout out Angelus and Chip both. But uh, uh, it's just, it worked out for Sean Campbell, who, uh, been grinding and been just putting on great matches this year. Very active down at New South. I believe he won. He was a tag team champion at one point this year um, for New South. And just, again, as reckless as it gets, but safely reckless, and if that makes sense at all. Um, and, and, yeah, he took this challenge just head on, neck on, I guess I should say. Um, and, and it was without a doubt the match of the night for me. And since it's aired, uh, the most talked about match of the entire show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to ask you about that because you had you had made a, a tweet talking about um, how there were people that were saying that that match was reckless or whatever. Yeah. Um, wow, really? And I felt like that match did exactly what it was supposed to do. Sure. Um, it it sure. felt like a fight. Um, it felt like, you know, you had this uh, Russian, uh, hit woman, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. out to, to try and take this, you know, young punk kid out, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and uh, like dude, when Masha, like just the, the little things like Masha, every time that she would pick him up, she would do it with his hair. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, she literally had a handful of hair the entire match and was just <laughs> dragging him around by his head <laughs> and like, just little <laughs> things like that. It just, I, I love uh, realism and, you know, it definitely had a bunch of it. So like going back to what I w- wanted to ask, like uh, what was it that you, what was some of the feedback, I guess, that you had heard from this match? Uh, that tweet was aimed at, so it was just, I had actually had it in the drafts. I knew when we saw that Gonzo bomb, I was like, people are going to be pissed. Buddy. <laughs> like, people are going to be, so I had it in the drafts <laughs> ready, but somebody made a tweet about it that said something like, you know, their trainers should be embarrassed. And, and I'm like, oh, first geez. off, Campbell's out walking around right now. That His trainer should be fucking proud. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, the fact that he's standing know, afterwards. <laughs> Campbell wrestled on Christmas Day a week after our show and, like, was throwing out crazy, reckless shit as always. So uh, <laughs> their trainer should be very proud because he should, like, there was one moment. I, I It was, it's such a, it's, again, it, one of those things that I don't remember how we got there, but something happened. It was one of those gross slams he took. Mm. And I like I was I was nervous. Like I was like, oh like he's he's gotta be hurt. And that's when he starts flipping her off while he's in the submission. Mm-hmm. And I I looked at Heater and it wasn't even like I didn't say it was just we locked eyes and it was like the uh like the Jeremiah Johnson like gif of like the sm- like the smile of like, yep, like he's exactly who we thought he was, which of course led to the post match stuff. Yeah. Yeah, tough fucking kid, man. But oh, yeah, that, that was awesome when, like you said, Masha had him in that cross face. He's oh. doing the middle finger. So she kind of says, all right, dude, snowplow right in his fucking dome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was ugly. <laughs> but yeah, tough kid, man. Tough, bro. Yeah. Wants it. Uh, another one, like, underappreciated, but just so, I mean, Again, you know, everybody wants to wrestle Masha Slamovich. Like, sure. uh, you know, I've had so many DMs since that show of A, people who want to be booked, and B, people who want to be booked to wrestle Masha. So mm. um, this kid took that just challenge, and they had an amazing match. That, again, like, it's just, you know, all the matches, I can't tell you how many matches I've watched live, but I'll always be able to tell you about Sean Campbell, Masha Slamovich. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's- it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, that you made that comment because I've had uh, like a couple of my like closest friends and my best friends in the business who uh, since I've either, you know, posted about um, like, well, cause you know, I've taken clips and sent them to certain people from uh, Masha and Sean Campbell, but then also <laughs> to Masha and Billy. And they've literally said the same thing as I-, I want to wrestle her. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody wants to wrestle right now. <laughs> everybody, man, and and that's yeah. why, like, just the, the the presence. I mean, the things that you you know you either know or you don't know. You get or you don't. And, and Masha gets it across the board. And, and without a doubt, one of my absolute favorite wrestlers. So uh, that just I got I lucked out um, on, on being able to get her. I literally like. Gosh, it, it may have been like a month before the show. Like it was middle November and I was like, fuck, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Like, who are we going to have? We got to have someone really cool answer this challenge. Uh, my first plan kind of fell through. So um, it, it just happened to work out, reached out to her. 
it, she was free. Uh, she was, you know, uh, happy to, she knew of me. Thankfully I didn't have to do the, I'm this person running their first show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it just, again, all worked out. Like all this stuff had to work out for the ring to fall apart. And that really be the biggest L I took uh, or we took that night. So yeah, I want to thank Masha again um, for, for, for coming down and being a part of this. And really, I mean, Sean's going to hopefully be in that, that, that list of names in another six months where more and more people are talking about him. And, and this hopefully is, uh, is the match that starts that. Yeah. Well, and then also too, um, the, well, I mean, just you all had segments throughout the night that was very, very emotional, but that, yep. Uh, the 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 ending after the post match stuff um, when uh, when Brett came out and literally got like right in his ear hmm. and was like the letters are there if you want them you yeah know what I mean like yeah that was awesome that, like oh, all man. that was so cool man it uh you could hear the you know, you hmm. know that was cool too on the video right on the on the video VOD you could you could feel like you could hear it just the crowd reacting that was a real moment that was something that. We literally talked about um, when ICW was in town, when uh, you yeah, know the Chattanooga Pit Show. Um, I don't know if I've, I don't think I've told anybody this. Uh, we got back to the B&B that night. Uh, it was me, Heater, Brett, and Akira um, all together, which very rarely happens. But we all got to get together and watch basketball, and Akira had never seen it, so that's another moment I get to take with me to the grave of pure joy in hmm. Akira's laughs watching this movie the first time. Um, <laughs> but we did, we talked about that night with Luther. We called him, we had it and it was, you know, we want Campbell. Um, Brett and I had talked about it. I mean, the moment I met him, he felt like the, the crazy little brother out of the gate. Like you've hmm. got these killers and then you've got this little brother. That's like maybe the craziest of all of them in, in a weird way. So, um, that was, yeah, it's something that like that, um, my, one of my favorite things, uh, the that whole night, I know we're, we're about to get to it, but, uh, when, when Campbell came out with Brett, you know, in the main event, when he comes out with the crew, seeing, like, I remember I was so, uh, you know, emotional, uh, and then seeing Campbell come out that curtain with a smile on his face, like that was, that was just something I'm going to hold on to. And, um, and like you were saying, Sean, it was, it was beautiful. It was organic. It was real. Campbell had no idea that was going to happen. Hmm. Um, nice. and, and it's something I'm, I'm always going to look back on very proudly and fondly. Well, and then, and then he cut, you know, a nice little promo to respond to Brett himself, you know, for that mm -hmm. to be off the cuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, um, great so. catch. He, he did. He absolutely did. He was honest. Um, he did. He had a shit week. He was hard. I mean, this kid's life, He's been through a lot like the rest of us and at such a young age. So uh, he did. He met, he met that moment. And uh, and that's another reason he, he's wearing those letters now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, we'll, I mean, we'll get to it. But uh, when he came out with Brett, dude, it, it felt like he belonged oh. already, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love the placement of Merrick Donovan and Jaden Newman, man. Talk about the the cliche, the overused wrestling cliche, the irresistible force and the immovable object. But, you know, because we just had Merrick on. I love Merrick. You Great know, job. Merrick is a big, solid, thick dude, man. I mean, he's strong as fuck. 
and but but Jaden doesn't back down. I I followed Jaden from day one, and you know one thing I know about Jaden Newman is he, you got it. You got to empty the clip on that dude to finish him off, right? So I knew that was going to be one hell of a barn burner, and that was a good placement in that semi kind of sem in that semi main spot. Mm-hmm. That's it, it was originally. I, I don't remember where he originally had it, but a couple of weeks before the show. Um, we just, you know, talked to Brett about it and we, you know, Jaden's building, it's a great opportunity for Merrick. Um, so it, it felt right having it co-main. I know that meant a lot to Merrick. I, I told him, I think it was the last time I had seen him in person before our show. I was like, oh yeah, by the way, you're, you know, you're, you're co-main, you're going before Brett. Cool. Um, and it was like a whoa kind of moment, but he, he, Absolutely met that challenge, man. I, I'm a, such a big fan of Merrick Donovan. Uh, he, you know, just always in the car, driving 10, 11 hours for a seminar um, to drive right back because he's got work. I mean, it, it, that's – I was already a fan of Merrick as the wrestler, but so um, so many people don't really put in the, the, the hard work, man. The internet's made it kind of easy for some. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that, like, for somebody like me – uh, who got told no a lot and, you know, years of just showing up and trying to help and and being told no and having to kind of fight through that and really, you know, that's why I appreciate everything I have now. Merrick's doing that. He's doing the hard work. And like you said, phenomenal body, like great hmm. attitude. Uh, it's coming together. This is one of my, I mean, absolutely my favorite Merrick Donovan match I've watched to date because – if he didn't meet Jaden, Jaden was going to eat him up and he oh, met yeah. him. That's right. And, and I just want to add to that. Jaden was in the Brett Eisen role of how often in the last few years have we seen Brett get thrown in there with the hungry upstart and, and really make him earn it. And Jaden made him earn it with a, just a great hard hitting match that I know both of them were very, very happy with as was I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no question about it. You know, Merrick is getting really—he's <laughs> probably getting to know that building very well. I mean, at the action, at the uh, future showcase this year, you know, him and Hoodfoot—that was a slobber knocker. And then, then he's in another slobber knocker right there at the TWA Arena with this one. So, yeah, man, I, man, I don't. Jaden is—if anybody ever, which I don't know why you would. Only people that haven't seen him very often would qu- maybe question the toughness because he's not that big in stature of a of a guy. But if you question the toughness after this one, Mike, I don't know how you would because he he was. I mean, Merrick straight up snapdragon suplex Jaden Newman, Ugh. and here comes Jaden right up, bounces right. He's going. He's in there. You know, he's tough. Uh, yeah. He, I loved his match with Brad Eisen for Southern Underground Pro earlier this year. Yeah. <clears throat> when Jaden was going through a lot of shoulder pain. Um, and he, he did, man. He met that challenge of, of not just Brett, but Brett in that building. Um, even with the, uh, the no crowd, it's still, it's the basement East. It's, it's, that's different Brett. Mm-hmm. Jaden, they showed me a lot then. And that's been what probably six, seven months. I don't know. You know, it's been half a year ago. Sure. And he's just gotten so much better. So young, still like, you know, a third of his life at this point, he spent in a wrestling ring. And it's, I mean, by the time he's 25, I mean, come on. Yeah. 
Yeah. By then he's been in he's been in so many incredible spots already, you know. Yes. I mean, he's just in in SCI and you know, he's even he's kind of been making it a little further. I mean, this year he got you know, in the SCI tournament gets a big win yep. over Brett, you yep. know. So I mean, win, yeah, yep. a huge win. So mm-hmm. Yeah, this was awesome, and this was a big win too. That Jaden beats Merrick, but I think in I think you know there there really was no loser in that match because you know Merrick Donovan. I, I just yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, Mose. I I think that everything about him is great. His look, the character is pretty dope too. And did you know, Mose? We were talking to him, and he he straight. He straight works at medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> so he's riding horses and shit. And then he's uh-huh. he's Sir Knight in the ring too. Yeah. Yeah. He he told me that a while ago and I just I first obviously had thoughts of the cable guy. Um <laughs> right. And, and secondly, I just thought that's perfect. Like of course. Of course you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that was my thoughts like one and two, because yeah. I was such a huge cable guy, Mark. So, <laughs> and, and and because of cable guy, I have always wanted to go to medieval times, like always. And so, uh, and then, you know, we were interviewing him and he had mentioned that. And then I think it was like about a week after we released our interview was whenever he was posting videos about it um, on Twitter and Twitter yeah. kind of got wind of it. And, uh, and so, but yeah, man, like it, it, that's so incredible that, um, whether he's in his shoot life or the, you know, the wrestling business or whatever, he is always Sir Knight. <laughs> like, it's, Jim it's Knight, uh, he did the bread, the bread ice seminar and man, that kid fuck, he throws like, he, I know you don't need me to tell you that, but like hmm. he throws and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. he's just again, Cannot wait to see where he is another year or two because he is an absolute star in the making. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, that was another point I wanted to make, too, was, um, you know, I, I definitely agree with everything you were saying about Merrick, um, you know, showing up, uh, yep. helping out, um, never expecting anything, um, getting and then not only that, but then every opportunity that he gets he uh, exceeds like we were talking about earlier with somebody else. Um, you know, literally I've seen him, he showed up to that unsanctioned pro show, uh, not knowing if he even had a match. And I know that for a fact, because I rode up there with him and Freddie. Um, and when we got there, Derek was like, Oh, Hey, you got uh, Levi Everett tonight. Is that cool? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and they killed it. Um, so, you know, yep. like killed and, it. Like, like I said, Merrick, uh, anytime any any opportunity is thrown his way, uh, he ex- exceeds it. And I'm really hoping that after this match with Jaden, um, you know, as they were talking about in the, the promo after the match, um, this kind of, you know, is, is a new home for Merrick to really start flourishing uh, and, and uh, getting his name out there a lot more. Uh, hopefully this opens some doors for him. God, yeah, for real. Mose, I want you to talk about Joe Black a little bit, man, because well, we're we're at the emotional, emotional main event, yeah. you know. But I mean, first of all, Joe Black, I I, I get the sense because Joe hasn't really made his way around to a whole lot of different places, not that I know of, at least not up this up this way, which he should, but he hasn't. And 
You look at him, though. This dude's made for TV. He's ready for TV. You know, in my book, I mean, he's he just looks he looks amazing. He's great in the ring. Tell us about him, man. Tell the listeners about Joe Black if they haven't seen him. Yeah, Joe uh, known a lot for Georgia, um, mm-hmm. around the Georgia area. Uh, just one of the most underrated kind of I don't even want to say slept on guys because like you're saying you you kind of I guess have to hear about him Joe Black's kind of one of those secrets that mm-hmm. unless you're kind of keeping up with the right promotions in Georgia um, you're you're probably missing and yep he's one that I <clears throat> until Brett had told me about him a while ago I man not exactly how sure it's been I don't know maybe in the last couple of years um is when he, I'd never really seen a ton of his work and, and Brett was telling me about him and his strikes and his promos. Hmm. And it, it was one of those that, uh, he, he gave me those list of names he really wanted. Joe was on there and, uh, and this felt very much like kind of what we talked about with some other people on the card, maybe for those that, <clears throat> that haven't seen Joe or at all, or just very little, uh, they got to see a side of him where he, Obviously, main event, the emotion of, of what it meant to Brett. He met every bit of that and exceeded for, for those that didn't know because I could tell uh, the live crowd, some of them did know. Like I had, it was kind of one of the best kept secret matches, hmm. unless you knew. I had a couple people tell me, like, oh man, you know, Brett Ice and Joe Black, like I've been ready for this match. And yeah. it, um, it had been booked two other times before. I know it fell apart both times. So, the third time was the charm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the promotions. Brett's told me, but it, it was, I think maybe Crux was, I, I believe it was Crux one night. You know, that might have been the night I found out about it. It's been probably two years ago. Uh, Brett told me he was supposed to be working Joe Black at, at Crux, and we got there and Joe couldn't make it. Um, so that might have been the night I really found out because I, I was like, oh, you know, uh, looked him up and, and all that so uh fell apart twice we got it here and and it's one of those the uh when brett survives and has a kick at two late in that match that's one of those moments uh you see it and there's been a gif i've seen it a little bit on twitter and obviously watching the match uh it's when joe reacts just in shock and the crowd is just jumping up and down and and that is just such a, a great absolutely great moment that we were able to go out on that um, that crowd will always remember. I'll always remember because they went from not, you know, those that didn't know Joe went from who is this guy to he's going to beat Brett here. Like he's going to beat Brett and Brett's go like his, his farewell or his, his uh, going in his sabbatical match, however you want to word it. Uh, in the T- in the TWE arena, a place that that Brett means so much to, hmm. but they went from who is this guy to like they believed he was going to beat Brett and send him out with a loss. I mean, that is such a wow. attraction gained that quick. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some really cool uh, still pictures also that I saw from mm-hmm. that that exact moment you were talking about. Uh, but I've, I've seen a few gifts and all that too of that moment. But uh, like th- those are those special kind of moments that whenever you can capture uh, an entire moment in one still picture like that, yeah, uh, it, you know that the the moment had to have been special. So 
of course, when it happened during the match, it was just one of those, like, it, that's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything about that match. I literally put that, you know, whatever, you know, whatever happened, happened there. Like I have zero credit to take as uh, anything with that match other than putting it together. Um, and, and again, that was because of Brett's list. So the magic, it was those two guys meeting and, and the energy being met and, and just, you know, Joe Black throwing like you know, those four <laughs> just disgusting to watch and it was it was uh it was everything and then some somehow with uh with all the emotion going in Mm -hmm. i never i never saw brett he did the one move he he busted out i haven't seen him do he kind of did this roll over bridge with the arm bar and he had joe black's arm i thought he's gonna tear it right out of his shoulder you know But he didn't really put the torque on it, so that didn't finish the match. But yeah, Brett was on his game. I, I really, I enjoyed Brett a lot this match. And uh, like I've always said, I'm glad you know uh, Brett has done. And and Billy Tipton said this to us too that Brett totally deserves and needs to take some time away and get himself yeah. right. You know, and, and totally. But as a fan. Man, it makes me sad because, you know, I, I don't even like to acknowledge that Brett's going to step away for a bit because, you know, it makes me sad to think about it. But, uh, you know, he's, man, I, I know he'll probably check this show out. So just talking to Brett, you know, Brett, man, we we love you, man. And you you mean so damn much. You know, I, I just hope that, I hope Brett never questions how much he means to fans in the wrestling ring. And, 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 you know, not even speaking for personally, which I don't know him, but you guys that do, I just see the brotherhood, you know what I mean? So I know that you can just see how special Brett must be because everybody yeah. that seems to come in contact with Brett, that's his brother, you know, there's, there's blood there. And Brett, um, yeah, Brett's, Brett's an amazing person and an amazing wrestler and he'll be missed, but I can't wait till he comes back. As a fan, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, he's my favorite wrestler. I, I've said that before. It's the truth. Like, Sure. I, you know, I, I, the first time I saw him wrestle was against, you know, a not very, very great wrestler in a super small town in Tennessee. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he comes out to – that's when he, he hit to the ring. Uh, it was uh, Hail Mary. So – Right, I right. Hear, I hear it you know, Tupac start and I'm like, Oh, of course this song's amazing. And then <laughs> this guy walks out and there's something about him, that presence we talked about before. And, you know, he's, I've had, I've seen him put on so many great matches with not very great talented people. Um, and, and to have him, you know, go into sabbatical in there with somebody as talented as Joe, <laughs> um, was very special him getting streamers for the first time in his career was oh yeah that was awesome yeah um and then yeah him being very honest because that you were saying brett's honest um he's never bullshitted me he's never you know he's real uh sometimes do a fault and that's Mm -hmm. something that i have in me as well that's you know one of the things we we kind of 
we try to we watch out for each other, but we also understand, you know, when 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 we've made our minds up, that's that's it. And yeah, uh, yeah. And and he's that way, and I'm very much the same way. So uh, there's nothing, there's no substitute for just being a real honest person, and that is exactly who he is at his core, and who that's he right. is. That's in, right. You know, in every facet of his life. So yeah, I mean, uh, we're absolutely going to be missed. Um, I don't know when I'm going to get to ring announce for Brett Ison next or, yeah. or call his match. I mean, but, but uh, like you got, you let off with there, like Billy said, I mean, since July 4th of 2020, when he wrestled Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. um, until December 18th of 2021, I mean, outside of when he was banged up a little bit there um, at the beginning of the new year, I mean, this guy's, he's been on the road with me. We're talking sometimes, three or more mat, you know, three matches a weekend. And that's not once a month. That's, you know, two or three times a month and being in the car to, to action, to, you know, TWE to just, it's, it's a lot on the body. It's very taxing the things that uh, we don't see until you see, you know, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. Um, he de- absolutely has to, to get a little healthy. Um, but yep, yep. like he said, this isn't, uh, this isn't goodbye. It's, uh, it's, I'll see you down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mose, you'll, you'll probably remember, I mean, you probably remember this show. The first time I ever saw Brett was for Southern Underground Pro against Mr. Grimm. And I don't remember what show that was right off the top of my head. Was that a Ricky Hart? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, of, yeah. 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 Right. And then Mr. Grimm. And right after I saw that match. I was lighting up the messenger, man. I was telling everybody I knew, all the promoters, everybody I knew, yo, you got to check this motherfucker out, the strong style pit bull, man. And uh, yeah, ever since then, yo, Moe's, you know, because you were there for all of it. But anybody that didn't get to experience Brett with the run with the belt and sup yep. and yep. Brett Eisen in the basement east, holy shit, man. I holy mean, shit, special, right? Uh yeah, I just it's hard to put into words. I mean, that run like you're saying when, you know, he's he's he beat Nick Gage in that building. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, you know, his match with Alley Cat it was uh, awesome. Yeah. Was amazing. His uh, you know, the the stuff with O'Shea and and the hmm. workhorseman. I mean, that whole year uh, or or very close to a year, he was the Bone Storm champion. Yep. In that belt, that title, that promotion, I mean, you thought of Brett and that's something that I guess this show, you know, in a couple of days, um, it's going to be weird without Brett on that. Even I know it's a sub action co-show, but I, I'm pretty sure he's been on every show that's had the sub banner on it. So I bet he has going to be, it's it's Mm going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Um, (laughs) but it's like you said, man, you can go back and watch it. And, and I, if you have, if you did miss that run, please go back on ABTV TV and watch it. But, I mean, if you weren't there, if you weren't a part of it and, and yeah. like living it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. th- it was special. It really, really was. And being in the inside that basement East, yes. that, that, the energy in there. Wow. And when Brett came out, oh, man, I wish I was there for that GCW one. Right? Uh, that was, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. That's something that uh, that week, bro, was was hectic it was he wasn't on the show and then he was on the show right right maybe he wasn't so 
when he hit, man, I've never felt something so powerful as the energy <laughs> in that building. I can um, believe it. When, you know, he gets, especially then you look back on it and it's a, it's a match against justice and Mance, like yeah. three just totally crazy dudes in their own way. And, uh, and it all really started from the energy of, you know, if you didn't know who Brett Eisen was like this building just told you. <laughs> oh yeah. Amen, man. That, that's <laughs> awesome. Yep. The reaction told you who he was. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yo, I, I wanted, I was wondering, uh, one last thing, uh, before we wrap up, um, do you know how long Joe black has been around for? Mm. Oh man. I mean, a few years. Um, I don't know. Well, exactly. The only reason I ask is because he had kind of alluded to how he had kind of ment mentored O'Shea, um, mm -hmm. and then, mm -hmm. you know, talking about passing those beads off to O'Shea, you know, O'Shea wears those beads all the time. But then he's yeah. also passed down his beads to like Alice Kane. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just kind of crazy. Like, if you think about, because um, I'm really cool. Like, I, like we were talking about earlier, you know, uh, second generation wrestlers. I'm also uh, a big fan of like, you know, lineage in wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I just was really curious to how long Joe Black's been around. Yeah, I'm not exactly like, I mean, a few years, uh, you know, the way he strikes. In that, you know what I'm saying? Like his confidence and what he brings, um, I would say probably even closer to a decade, maybe more. Like I know I'm um, not giving the best answer here, but he definitely has passed those down to Shay. Hmm. Um, he's passed them down to a few people, but uh, it's one of those that it, it's, it meant a lot to Brett. You saw it in the moment. Um, it meant a lot to him. I mean, that night, the next day, like he's still just kind of, even now, um, he's he looks at those beads every single day. I can tell you that, um, hmm. and it's a moment that he, it, it, he just. It's hard to put in words because, as 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 thankful as I am for that match with Joe, um, he means so much to Brett. So it's it's hard to even put into words how much it meant to him in that moment of having that handed down to him, knowing like you're saying lineage, because that's something super important to us as well. Like, okay, like you have, you, you respect, you know, the history. Uh, so Brett knew the history of those beads uh, when they went around his neck. Hell yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah. And, and, and fans, Joe Black is somebody, of course, everybody in the show, if, if they weren't on your radar, they need to be the listeners, yes. they need to be. But Joe Black, while we're talking about him, this is going to be your first stop. Check him out and Brett, and then you're going to go, why, why do I not know Joe Black? You know, <laughs> after you see that match. And I got another one for you, man. January 2020, Southern Honor, you can look it up on IWTV. Him and William Huckabee in a dog collar match. They were going through fucking car windshields and everything. <laughs> it, it was um, it was crazy. I had Huckabee on the show right after I saw that saw that match. I couldn't get Joe Black, but yeah, crazy, crazy match. So that's another one to to look up after you want to see some more Joe Black. But yeah, Joe yeah. Black. I that that's one Moes. You were talking about how some people hit you up and. Talk, you know they were they were marking out at the matchup i did too internally i saw it and went oh wow joe <laughs> black and brett like uh, what 
I can't believe that's kind of the the dream match that you you hadn't really put together. I, at least I I hadn't put it together in my head. Yeah. So when I saw that you had, you know, when I saw it was going to happen, it, okay, oh wow, that's perfect. I love it. Perfect matchup. Perfect match. Great. That was just a great show, man. You you've, Thank you 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 had to have been so happy with that, huh? I really, I'll be honest with you guys. I was, I, I, it wasn't the show I had in my head. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The, the, you know, once it really formed and I think I had the card minus a couple of tweaks, I had it pretty much locked in <clears throat> like October ish. So for two months, right. I'm just, I'm playing these matches out. And so, I mean, with the great crowd, with that locker room, with everything, I mean, it took me about a week. I, I was kind of beating myself up for a week about it. About, I mean, everything out of my control, admittedly, like the ring situation, all that. But I still, it, it wasn't the show in my head. And then that mm -hmm. was advice Dylan gave me when I was walking out the door. He said, uh, he said, don't let the show in your head mess up your feelings for the show that happened. He goes... You know, how many shows has Dylan Hell's been around booking wise? And oh, yeah, you know, he said it's happened to all of us that have booked shows like just don't let it. And it did. It did for a few days. And then I got to see some of the footage and then we we watched it. And the, I mean, it felt like, you know, for two days, Twitter was just kind of putting everybody over, putting this match, obviously Masha and Campbell. But like you're saying, oh, you know, Joe Black, Brett Eisen and the cane hood foot fat so yeah. everybody's enjoying it everybody in the locker room enjoyed it and just the the biggest compliment that what really got me over the hump was we had some people reach out about traveling for our show in may uh, people saying i'm gonna fly in from this place or that place and that <laughs> was for me uh, it was just like like a whoa like are you yeah. serious so too, too cool yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm there now, though. I'm there now. I'm very proud. Uh, I think, like we said, these matches will happen again, but because of the circumstances, these are all kind of one of ones. Hell yeah. <laughs> when's it, When's the next one again, most? What's the date on that? May 7th. Uh, we're going to have it at the TWE Arena. Uh -huh. I think that crowd earned, you know what I mean? I, I wanted to travel. My plan was to do chattanooga then maybe try to do knoxville or nashville okay um but we got to go back to twe um yeah. may yeah. 7th and uh we've already got b-boy he will be in action Ooh. um we've got sean campbell i'll tell you guys i'm gonna announce this in a couple days so i'll just give you the scoop uh the first match i can confirm for may 7th we're gonna do Hoodfoot versus sean campbell oh oh wow right nice so <laughs> <laughs> uh, May 7th, KOBK, Blood On My Jeans, TWE Arena. That's lit, man. Hell yeah. yeah. That, that is so sick, man. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I mean, I can see why people would want to travel for that after they saw that show, you know. I mean, and yeah, I can understand most, you know, from, from you having a, a certain idea in your head and it didn't yeah. go exactly what you did. But I'll tell you, I mean, just from me talking with Sean, as soon as Sean came back, he was buzzing over the show. Everybody I talked to was buzzing over it. So, you know, it, it was special. It, it, no doubt it was. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And, of course, Sean for, for 
for being a part of it um, and, and just you guys watching it and giving us the platform because, um, I mean, it's all independent. Uh, everything, every dollar was out of my pocket or, mm. you know, ticket money or T-shirt money. I mean, literally, um, no, you know, all independent on this one. We're going to have sponsors uh, for May. We're not going to do a ton of them, but we, we're going to do some sponsors. Um, but I wanted this first one, you know, to, to be all us to really, when I say we're putting it on, you know, every dollars from us. And, uh, and I knew we were going to get just something really cool. It wasn't exactly what I wanted, but at the end of the day, man, when you have enough people saying what you guys, uh, you know, told me both, um, maybe, maybe it's for the best, maybe the ring breaking and us kind of doing <laughs> it this way made it something completely it never could have been to begin with and and uh i just i'm very thankful for that whole locker room and everybody that that helped make that that show happen because it takes an army um and and, i mean those straight soldiers for me uh that Hmm. night Hmm. yeah man as they say everything happens for a reason you know (laughs) that cliche well hey it's like you know you your date kind of falling through now we had five refs for 10 matches at the time so everybody got two (laughs) nobody was going you know having to do four matches in a row or whatever so there's a lot of that that went on for that show that even with the 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 cons the pros were just man it's like it's not even close Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree yeah well and then also too uh um just the reaction like you were talking about on twitter like i feel like every time um especially like the week that it debuted uh well christmas and then yeah you know a few days afterwards um every time i hopped on my timeline there was at least a tweet or you know gifts being posted from it like I felt like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, all the giffers were watching it on different days. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so dude, there would be like the same gift. Not wrong. I think like people, <laughs> five people gift this show. I think like to your yeah. point. I mean, wow, it's pretty nuts. Um, and it, it is, man. It, that's again my you know Brett knowing me and how I, my brain is. I think he texted me that it may have been yesterday. He just was like, you know, I just saw someone else tweet that they just watched the show. Like, it's been a week, dude. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really cool. Yep. Hell yeah. Most much love, man. I mean, you have a lot of love from us. We just, Thank you. Hey, you spent a lot of time with us here, man. We, we yeah. appreciate it so much. And and uh, we're going to drag you back on here eventually for sure. You know, if, if not before, definitely around the next KOBK show. Mm-hmm. absolutely man i love you guys i appreciate you having me on all the time i could talk to y'all every day um yeah uh five seven may 7th tickets will probably be on sale uh yeah, say like early february but matches are going to be starting out soon for for kobk blood on my jeans may 7th twe arena most well, does kobk sorry sean does kobk have social media that we should follow actually, or is actually, it just through that, yours that's exactly what Thank i was you. gonna say okay yeah yeah we actually didn't we do uh now it's at kobk fed kobk fed sweet that's twitter twitter that's yep. everything twitter yeah it? just twitter we just did okay. the twitter i did the uh i did the the event kind of twitter gimmick and then i just changed it to kobk fed and then when uh 
when juice box gets our graphic done, it'll be like at KOBK blood on my jeans or something. I don't know, but yeah, KOBK fed right now. Twitter. That's cool, man. Yeah. You 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 already have a few hundred followers, but we got to get that up there. So <laughs> got to get that up <laughs> yeah. there. Everybody follow. Cause that promotion's hot. Thank you. Thank you, bro. For real. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, have a badass weekend, Mose. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, y'all be safe. I'll be talking to you soon. All right, man. Yep, definitely see you soon. Have a good night, boss. Oh, yeah.